Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week, I've got Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. Sup, dogs. Hello, boys. Yo. How was your winter coming? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it was a full-on thunderstorm yesterday. Yeah, really weird, right? <laughs> Real normal. Mid-December thunderstorm in Minnesota. <laughs> Thunder very, snow. Very normal. Mm-hmm. Global warming doesn't exist. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had, I had plans canceled last night. <laughs> it was work-related, so I was like excited about it, but... <laughs> Then nothing really that bad happened here in Minneapolis, but still. It mm. didn't, yeah. I, I mean, it's not like I went outside or anything, but it definitely didn't uh, seem bad. It seemed pretty chill. It wasn't a tornado in Minneapolis. Everywhere else, though. Yeah. <laughs> Every, yeah, everywhere else devastated. But. Tornadoes everywhere else. Everyone was dying. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was weird because I was like in my basement and then the power went out. Um today not yesterday and i was like wait is it storming now <laughs> i thought i was gonna lose power yesterday pretty sure someone just like cut something so cut cut they, cut they, like a, there was, a wire there was some work being done on like the road behind us oh. like in the block behind us and so my entire block went out and that's there's like the neighbors behind us i think is where the work was being done Got so it. like, but like everyone on my side of the street too was affected, but like people across the street from me had all their lights on. I was like, come on, man. They're really, uh, they're really messing with you deliberately. I yeah, think. exactly. That's exactly what's happening. That's what it feels like. Um, I've decided to start watching all of the Mission Impossible movies again. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know why that happened. My okay. brain just went, mm, we should watch Mission Impossible. I want to do that. Are they streaming? You buying these things? You renting them? Um, you stealing them? Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I'm watching them fairly. Um, okay. But I'm, I I watched the fir- I watched half of the first one so far. I'm uh, I think I'm Joe watching them where I'm watching them in increments. <laughs> I I mean 30 minute episodes. The first one's already like an hour and 50 minutes and I feel like they don't get any shorter. No. They just get longer and longer. Longer, yeah, if anything. It's weird though. Tom Cruise Man. is like a little baby boy in the first one. <laughs> oh yeah, he's probably really young. Yeah, it's like weird. Was it like 92? He's not no, he's not ninety two, he's probably like thirty is it, something. Is it nineteen ninety two? Son of a biscuit. Um no, it's not that old. It's not that old. Ninety six, okay. Wow, it's it but it is that old? Man, I would yeah. have guessed ninety nine to two thousands. A young John Voigt. <laughs> I don't there's think, never been a young John yeah, Voigt. I don't think I'd consider that John Voigt. Never been said. Young. Talking M I one? Yeah. A young Ving mm-hmm. Rams. Ugh. Emilio, I know he's in here. Where is he? Emilio, huh, he's like not listed in the top build cast. I think I've only seen Mi Two. What? What's the one with like the Limp Biscuit song? Is that Mi Two? Where he's like rock climbing no in the Limp Biscuit? No, yeah. it, is oh, that... it's. I mean, it, this is a rock climbing scene, but I think it's like the Metallica song in the beginning. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, that's all I remember from Mi Two <laughs> is the opening scene where he's like rock climbing. Yeah, I think I've seen that. And the, I just oh, re- first one's classic. I remember why I wanted to watch the MI6, uh, the MI6, the Mission Impossible <laughs> movies, is because I wanted to get to. I wanted to watch Mission Impossible three, uh, because I wanted to watch uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman be the coolest bad guy ever. Ooh! Uh, but I decided I just need. I should just might as well watch the first two up until it, mm. and then by that time I'm committed, so I might as well just keep watching all of them. Yeah, someday I'll do that. Yeah. I'm down. How many are there now? Like a thousand? I don't know. They didn't. They don't like number them. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. that's right. They stopped. Like, like ghosted something. Yep. Ghost Proats. <laughs> <laughs> rogue ghost, Rogue Nash. Rogue Nash. Oh man. Uh, uh, Moonraker. I'm sure there's. <laughs> I'm sure there's one being worked on currently. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well. We're not talking about what I'm watching for movies. Joe, what is first and last for anybody that 
gives a damn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's your favorite TV pod. We take a TV show, watch the first episode, see what we think about it. And instead of just watching the second episode, like normal people do, we just skip straight to the end. Uh, And we try to make some predictions to see what we think is going to happen by the end. Um, But mostly it's just a way to experience the totality of show without spending hours and hours just like maybe two hours yeah <laughs> yeah tops you know tops. there are people that watch like a show or like even before they watch a show or maybe they watch the first episode but then they like go on wikipedia and then they just read what happens and then they watch it. you know after they read what happens there's people that do that like then, then they decide to watch the show after that. I think they just like watch it. I think that what they do is they like watch a show. Mm-hmm. Say uh, maybe they maybe they read first, but I want to give them a like they watch the first episode. They don't know what it, the show's about. They mm-hmm. watch the first episode, and then they're like, "I'm gonna watch like the uh, the rest of the show." And then they <laughs> just like read Wikipedia about it, and then they watch what they read. So it's like they already know what's gonna happen. Is mm. the reading the Wikipedia like? To see, like, oh, am I gonna like the rest of the show or not? Or, or I what? don't, I don't. I think there, I think there's various degrees of psychosis involved. Yeah, that's weird. In how and why they would do. Do that. you know? Are you? You have someone in mind when you're no. talking about this? Okay. No, I just like heard that like people are just like it's basically like I think it was just because people are talking about spoilers. Mm. You know, mm. some people are like I don't care. Just like I, I read what happens and then I watch it. Mm-hmm. It's like what? What? <laughs> Again, what? Huh. Like I watched like I watched the first Harry Potter movie and then I read all the books. Well, that's different. To spoil it. <laughs> it's not like a 5-minute Wikipedia read. That's like a Right. A week of reading a book hmm. or two. I don't know. Some Wikipedia articles are are riveting. Good reads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this like wikis, like fandom wikis that they're on. Because I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of that's more like deep diving, though, right? You've already watched it. Now you want to really learn more. Mm. Jeremy, what show did you <laughs> get for us today? Uh, okay, so remember a while back, I honestly don't even know when it was now, when I made you guys watch a bunch of shows and you didn't know that I was trying to lead up to Firefly? Yeah, have you been doing this again? No. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. Last couple uh, shows have been pretty like death focused though. Yeah, we hit, yeah, that's true. Um <laughs> so hopefully this is a little more lighthearted show. Um but I so what I was going to say is I still have shows on that list that we never got to. So I'm kind of just like, ah, I should, should start to get back to this. Cuz <laughs> cuz it ended yeah, because it ended, like, before we watched Firefly, it was spooky month, I think, and we watched that zombie movie with Drew, or movie, TV show with Drew Barrymore <laughs> that had both Nathan Fillion and, and the, oh, who was the zombie voice after that? What was the heck's his name? Alan Tudyk? Alan Tudyk, thank you. And so I was like, ah, it's perfect. You knocked two out. Anyway, so we didn't actually watch an, or an actual Nathan Fillion show. And the one on my list for him was Castle. Mm. It literally was about to just be like, oh, we're watching Castle. We're watching <laughs> Castle. The, the only thing I know about Castle is that, is it Castle? It's got to be Castle. The only thing I know about Castle is that there's a Halloween episode and he goes as his character from Firefly in it. <sighs> Dope. And he's like, I'm a space cowboy. Obviously, I don't like say Firefly. <laughs> right. That's it. That's all I know. I know that it's him, and isn't it like Zoe Deschanel's sister? No, oh. that's that's a different <gasps> show. I think. Oh man, that's the one a with uh, the, no, 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 no. That's the uh, David Borealis or whatever the guy from Angel mm. Bones. Oh Bones. Oh Bones. Yeah, that's yeah, Bones. Yeah. That's that's, <laughs> that's been on my short list too. We've never okay. gotten to. <laughs> so I guess I don't know anything about this show. He's <laughs> solving crimes or something. Yeah, I feel like it's just the same sort of like it's a procedural with Nathan Fillion, and mm-hmm. that's what I know about it. I don't I don't know anything about it, and yet I've used it in conversation as if I know things about it. Like I was playing Uncharted Four yesterday and trying to explain to Claire like 
who this guy is supposed to be modeled off of and was like, oh, he's like supposed to be essentially just Nathan Fillion. And she's like, who's that? And I was like, he's the guy from Castle. <laughs> you know that show with Zoe Deschanel's sister? <laughs> <laughs> I like that you reference a show from a, 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 of a like who, who he's in it for mm-hmm. sure, but you've never seen this show yeah. where you have seen Nathan Fillion shows other than that. I guess I forgot about Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but um, she should know who Nathan Fillion is. He's a he's an American treasure. <laughs> yeah, so far, so far, I believe he might be a, uh, he might be a treasure. I think he has not done anything wrong. It's coming to the as far as we know. Yeah, <laughs> right, it's coming. Ooh. Uh, I feel like you just jinxed it. He's in a oh yeah, like, for man. Sure. The Tuesday before this episode comes out, there's some <laughs> real bad stuff. Probably comes check out Twitter. Yeah. Probably check Twitter right now. He is in an episode of like he basically plays like a silly version of himself in um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, where he plays like a like an actor detective, and a crime happened like on their like show on I think <laughs> their cast, and like he's like he, he's just always acting like a detective and like thinks that he's actually helping. It's great. It's <laughs> a good premise for meta. an episode. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. It's very funny. Uh, Castle, uh, it looks like, went for eight seasons. Dang. 173 episodes went from March 2009 to May 2016, and it looked like it was on ABC the whole time. ABC. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 09 to 2016. This lady, oh, this lady, Susan Sullivan... She's um, she's one of the parents in Dharma and Greg. That's all. That's all I know about that person. And the like, female opposite is uh, Stana, Stana, Kadic. That uh, Joe, that that girl, not Zoe Deschanel's sister. Probably she's, her cousin or something. Yeah, and she's a Deschanel. <laughs> besides, that's not her name at all. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she's in a big show called Absentia on Amazon. Hmm. Sounds familiar. I think just from ads. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about this show. I would assume it's like a castle. I assume that's just Nathan Fillion's character's name. Yeah, that's what I assume too. Like, I don't think it has anything to do with castles. Kind of like, I assume the, I assume the main guy in Bones is just called Bones. John Bones. <laughs> Mr. Bones. <laughs> this guy's name's like, I don't know, probably Nathan Castle, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and he solves crimes. Yeah, I mean, what is this? Like, it's Nathan Fillion, so he's probably uh, not retired, but some sort of, like, out-of-work old detective. Or not old detective, but for some reason, like, you know, he's a little bit of a loose cannon, mm-hmm. but he's still funny. Yeah. Uh, and So I, I assume he's not part of the force right away, and mm-hmm. then he gets roped into the force because of a serial killer. I'm going to go serial killer in this okay. first episode. Uh, and then he's got, you know, like maybe what, like three tenths of Sherlock's, uh, deducing ability, which means he's better than everybody on the force mm-hmm. already. And then the girl in the show, Stana Kadic, Kadic, Kate Beckett is her name in the show. Oh, Kate Beckinsdale is yeah. her name in the show. <laughs> Um, you know, she's probably in my mind. She's like, uh, what's who's that uptight cop in Brooklyn Nine Nine that marries uh Andy Samberg? Amy Santiago. Yeah, she's like she's an Amy Santiago okay. type. She's type A. Yeah. Okay. Because like that eccentric. would clash with the like goofy fillion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's good at parkour. Wait, I'm into. I like that. <laughs> oh. Wait, what? <laughs> add a little Just dimension there. Yeah, okay. I'm in. A little something physical. Yeah, Nathan Villian's not good at parkour. No. He's <laughs> not really a physical specimen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's some. He's not, not a I physical mean, specimen. Maybe in his. He's like a John Hamm type days. specimen, you know? I mean, like. Well, this is 2009. 
Yeah, I guess. Pilot episode Nathan ago. Fillion's going to be great looking. Mm-hmm. But that's when Firefly was like, what, 03? 02 to 03. Like, this is. And he looked great. Yeah. Sure. Seven years earlier. Like, maybe not like a Marvel superhero, but maybe like a he could be a Batman. I'm not saying he's a Hemsworth quality, <laughs> but like. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to I'm trying to find uh do we know whether or not this first episode hates me and it's called pilot it's abc it's got to be called oh, pilot. No, I don't try think to even is. look it up <laughs> i don't think it is um the castle. day i the day i give up on it is the day that <laughs> flowers for your grave march 9th 2009 huh. mm. ominous yeah. grave dope <laughs> so maybe it is all just about murder sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, lighthearted. You, I mean, I knew, but like it says somewhere, I read comedy. Maybe that's not true. <laughs> I mean, according to Wikipedia, it it's says mystery, police procedural, crime, and comedy dash drama. Mm. So that means in between the sad pain, there's a joke or two. Okay, right. Well, that'll be more than such as life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's watch this first episode, and uh, we'll be back after that. And we're back. We're done with the first episode of Castle. It was called Flowers for Your Grave. Twas. Twas. Jimmy, right up. Go. Yeah, here is what uh, KGF Vissers says on IMDb. Strong name. Murder mystery author Richard Castle, uh, Richard Rick Castle's book, in which he kills off his best seller series hero Derek Storm is published on that very day NYPD detective Kate Beckett questions him about the two murders in the exact style of his novels uh, of a lawyer Martin Fisk and a social worker Allison Tisdale he's professionally flattered to have a copycat Uh, Beckett's boss Captain Roy Montgomery accepts his help as case consultant and teams teams them up due to Castle being friends with the mayor. Another copy killing follows, and the evidence found by police leads to the arrest of a fan named Kyle. Castle and his author friends, uh, during a poker game, decide that the story doesn't make sense and has holes in it, leading Castle to keep investigating, which he does brilliantly, even as Beckett must grudgingly admit. At the end of the episode... Captain Montgomery informs Beckett that the mayor spoke with him about letting Castle shadow her to research the new character, much to her annoyance. Oh, sorry. Um, I skipped a sentence. Castle becomes intrigued with the lead homicide detective on the case, Kate Beckett, and starts writing his next book with the main character based on her. And so that's how they tie. That's how they're like, oh, yeah, we have to have more episodes of this. So let's tack <laughs> on five minutes about how he's going to shadow you from now on. Because the mayor likes him. Yeah. Uh, initial thoughts? Joe, you seemed really invested when we were watching it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It was pretty... Um, a lot of it was pretty predictable, I guess. Yeah. Um, or not even necessarily predictable because it's not the type of the show you predict, but it's just like th- there's just so many tropes in at least this first episode. There's just like you just kind of groan at all of the things that like, yeah, it's a like a silly, sleazy like male who has to work with this like really uptight lady and there's something there that he's trying to figure out. And there's something that she's like working for the, for the homicide department because someone close to her was like taken away from her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, and he does like a character like analysis of her and it's dead on. Yeah. But she's like, you don't know me, but he does. But he does. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, you know, it all totally worked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah yeah i mean it does it's like there was some like little things 
Like he's, it's Nathan Fillion, mm-hmm. and it's two thousand nine, so he's. This is pre, pre Me Too movement, right? <laughs> because like this show, this episode at least would not really stand up. Like he's a piece of shit. Just like how toxic he is. They like yeah. They like. I mean, spend I feel the like first every quarter man and or cop man on any NBC or ABC show even today is just equally yeah, as toxic. Probably. Yeah. It's seen. um. I, I did try to take note of that because those are the things I kind of notice about um shows, especially of that era. 2009 ish where like i was in college and like i just look back like i was a very toxic human back then like not even by like the standards of the time it was just like a guy making slick jokes but like now i look back and i'm like oh that was kind of gross <laughs> but like yeah. but even within that context like uh, i feel like the like, castle is kind of at another level like yeah. there's making jokes celebrity toxic yeah you can get the, away with a lot more <laughs> Well, I mean, just like that there's making jokes and like, um, and you know, and, and hitting on all the ladies and even, you know, hitting on a lady who's just trying to solve a crime. Like that's gross, but it's within, you know, it fits within the context of the show and in the time. Sure. But it's another level for like, they're like looking at, um, photos from the crime scene and it's like this woman who got killed and the castle's like, oh, she's cute. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that's another, like that would have been gross in like 1962. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I want to, I just want, I want to hope that the assumption was that they were like, yeah, he's kind of gross, right? Yeah. You know, yeah like, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. You want to hope that, mm-hmm. that, that that was the thing. But like, like, look how cool this it, guy is. Right? <laughs> yeah. But you're into it. You, you kind of admire how gross he is and you're like i could be that gross well they do they do make him gross but they do make him be nathan fillion and gross mm-hmm. so it's just like yeah he's a handsome written i mean in the show he in real life he's a handsome man but he's a handsome rich man that's like a writer and popular and a bunch of people love him mm-hmm. and this weird sick shit's happening because i mean presumably at the way we thought because someone like idolized him but it mm-hmm. was like someone was using it to get away Mm-hmm. with something i thought that was fun like it like that it wasn't actually a copycat killer at all which i don't think the write-up ever got to is that the uh kyle or whatever who had who had whatever um developmental thing and was seeing the social worker for is like framed so that hit her brother can inherit their father's like fortune so you know they they did a little little turn because mm-hmm. because like right away they start doing that and you're like oh, okay is like is this the season one arc and then he's gonna get his guy yeah that's you kind know? of what i was wondering um, um you think they're gonna have like a um like a dexter season type scenario where there's like one killer for a whole season a trinity killer season yeah, i don't think so anymore because yeah. i again i thought it was going to be that like his whole someone's copycatting my books thing was going to go the whole season but then it wasn't and then the way that they bring him back into the police station is that like oh the mayor like wants you to work with this guy so right. it seems like the stuff about him it's not even necessarily about his books i mean i guess just in the way that he he reads or knows a lot about the psychology of killers and that's how he's going to be able to help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's not even about like chasing a single killer who's like basing stuff on his books. Right. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a pretty loose. I mean, in my mind right away, I'm like this show in eight seasons mm-hmm. like this, the getting his foot in the door to like shadow quote unquote shadow the cop mm-hmm. to like write a new book. Like, you can't even sell that going on for more than a season, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it doing? Long. Does does he? Do they start like their own like detective agency? Do, does he become a cop? Does mm-hmm. like what is he? Does he just marry the cop lady and then just help her while he sits at home <laughs> now? And then he's like, "Tell me about the murder, so I can write a book about it." We love each other. You're a gross dude. Yeah. I kind of just picture that he just like somehow proves himself useful enough that they keep him around. And he just becomes a consultant somehow, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. 
He did it's like I mean psych. the one thing he did do throughout the episode was every once in a while he would like throw out some things like I understand pathology or I understand like mm-hmm. how this murder like oh obviously this person was killed before they got here and they were moved here and blah 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 which is mm-hmm. like presumably things that like a layman wouldn't know about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. murder scenes and whatnot cuz uh one like I don't know forensic lady he was totally hitting on at the pool murder mm-hmm. she was like he's good because <laughs> mm-hmm. he like said a bunch of jargon they did do a good job of of like every time he did that they're the you know they'd be they're like yeah we're cops like we know we <laughs> like you know but then he does you know figure out some stuff beyond that the fact that um you know the evidence was a little too clean or whatever mm-hmm. i mean it's funny I, I kind of kind of like he didn't even necessarily know that there was like another murderer. He was just like, this isn't how a good book would happen. My mystery books wouldn't just end here. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be something so else. It can't be. I, I bet that blows up in his face from time to time. That'd be fun. But I do think like there was what was compelling about it to me was that like there were times when he wasn't the like smart guy or like wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, like Kate whatever detective Beckett Beckett she like actually like had him a couple of times where he's where she like gets him to stay in the car by telling him to go in the check the glove compartment and then he she cuffs him in there um which I was about to be super pissed if they just like gave him a gun by like by the end of the <laughs> first episode he's already oh my got god a gun. that would have been I would have been a, I would have lo- I would have been all in all in <laughs> just give this guy a gun let's do it so but i just like that it wasn't totally like oh he's just the the smart guy and he's mm-hmm. just the sherlock and everyone else is just yeah it's just dumb yeah they can get kind of tiresome like like kate needs him to do her job she's actually like rolling her eyes at him for the most part you know mm-hmm. even though she like totally wants him though oh yeah <laughs> and they're totally gonna bone no <laughs> yeah <laughs> They are <laughs> like episode two, right? On the dead nanny, <laughs> maybe not. Episode Ooh, the episode gosh. two's name is called uh, what is it? Nanny McDead. Nanny McDead. Great, greatest name of uh, <laughs> TV show ever. That's a good pilot name right there. Didn't the thing with um? So she cuffs him to the car when they're going to go pursue the killer, and then the killer's like escaping through the fire escape, and like that's just when he's like getting free, and he goes like chasing down the killer. Didn't that happen in Monk too? Not that he was trapped in a car, but that like the cops, the actual cops are like chasing down the guy and like Monk like tries to corner yeah. them on the fire escape. And then Monk, well, and Mike, then Mike, Monk had, had, was hanging back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That pretty much did yeah. happen. Monk, But then there were sewers involved in that Monk episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had to chase him down. And like Monk had his like assistant. Cause it's gotta lady. be dirtier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause it had to be dirty. Cause Monk doesn't like dirt. Because he doesn't like germs. The sewer went <laughs> in a slowed down castle. He's so sleazy. He feels he feels at home in the sewer. <laughs> the whole premise of that show is super interesting because it's like you live in like like San Francisco or whatever. Like you live in a big German infested city. Like if you're a germaphobe, probably don't live in a big like. <laughs> anyway, right. L- live in space. Maybe I'm yeah. Live maybe I'm wrong, but I I have never heard anyone be like San Francisco cleanly, <laughs> yeah. the cleanest. It's not like yeah. <laughs> anyway, still a city, you know, still a city. Um, are you guys gonna bounce into sec- episode two right away, ready to go? Probably not. It was like it was it was fun. It was funny. Like I think eventually I could see, but man, 173 episodes or whatever. That's oof. that's a lot of time. That's yeah. A, oh, wow. Very you know kind of they just stacked up their tropes and pieced them together into a show. But again, I think they worked, and like I think it's better than yeah. your average procedural would have been. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like uh, having not even seen them, I'd watch this show over like any CIS Miami. Mm-hmm crime unit whatever yeah probably but still probably not rolling an episode two i feel like i would i would rather start psych over Mm -hmm. (laughs) having watched all of psych after we did it because it's this only dope 
<laughs> yeah. Way way more jokes. Yeah, I was more expecting jokes. more jokes out of Nathan Fillion. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was jokey, but he didn't yeah. really have that many jokes. But he was like a little too douchey to be like funny. Mm-hmm. He had jokes. Yeah. It wasn't like... Not that he's like a comedian, but little less also, sleaze, a little more jokes. Kim's convenience yeah, right now, <laughs> or what? I want. I started Seinfeld. There's a lot of Hawkeyes rolling. The, There's uh, just too much going on. The creator of this show wrote, um, what was it? It was Air Force One, End of Days, and Hollow Man. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So interesting. Those are the jokes. <laughs> Yikes! Hollow Man's weird, dude. He wrote yeah. those things. Yeah, it's a weird. End movie. of Days is really fucking weird. Too. I remember. I haven't seen. Isn't I've that Keanu. I, I think I saw Hollow Man one time because mm-hmm. that's the we're we're talking about the bacon one, right? The K bacon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember watching that movie and when it came out. What is it? Early two thousands, if Something anything. Like that, yeah. Probably. And you know, um, I'm a teenager, mm-hmm. and I remember watching that movie and being like. Yeah, Kevin Bacon's character's creepy as shit, and it's like <laughs> un- I'm uncomfortable yeah. with how bad, like a bad person he is mm-hmm. to like all of the women in this like <laughs> hole that they're in or whatever. Yeah. He can't close his eyes because you see through his eyelids. That's messed up, though. That's something like, that has stuck with me. God, huh. <laughs> and you can never yeah, shut I his guess eyes if you're invisible. You have to. <laughs> you gotta you take can that also. With it. You can also see through your stuff. Yeah. Huh. There's downsides, people. Careful what you wish for. You just paint your, close your eyes and paint your eyelids, and then when you're invisible, so all you see is like two like eyes. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, <laughs> predictions. Yeah. Um, I'll do mine because they're in front of me. Uh, number one, I think they're making a castle movie based on the book or a book. So he's getting a movie made. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say a TV show, and I was like, that's two on the nose. We'll give yeah. them a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, uh, there's going to be a wedding. Mm. I don't think I've made a wedding or funeral guess in like probably a couple seasons now. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take the point today. <laughs> wedding. Uh, number three, I think they do the classic trope of they interrogate someone who, like, who doesn't stop working. Like, you know, they go to the fish docks and the guy is still unpacking boxes and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's still got to keep doing his job. Yeah. I think they okay. talk to a worker and he's, he doesn't stop working while the cops are talking to him. <laughs> nice. Which is not a thing. <laughs> you stop and talk to the cops. <laughs> Listen, guy. Um, And then I bet this happens at some point during the show, but I'm just going to say it happens now, is... He had that like writer, his fr- writer friends that he talks to. Yeah. I think Stephen King makes a cameo. Nice. Okay. I can nice. see that. Yeah. Because I could see him and Castle being friends. If it's Spielberg, it doesn't count. Well, no, because that's not Stephen King. <laughs> if it's the different Stephen. Oh, just any, <laughs> I, I, any, uh, any famous Stephen cameo. No. So. <laughs> All right. Those are mine. Go for it, Joe. All right. Sorry. I was looking at the Wikipedia for um, People's Choice Awards because they like won in 2016. Castle oh. did? Nathan Fillion and uh, Stana Kotick. Is, and the category was like best actor in a TV crime drama. <laughs> it's very specific. Okay. <laughs> LL Cool J was also nominated that year. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, I have that Castle kills someone. Because with that gun they finally give him yeah probably he's he's got a thirst for the blood hmm. um i also have that they turn one of castle's books into a movie oh hmm. um i have that castle's daughter is a writer i almost wrote that one uh, i was gonna I was trying to think of what she was gonna be i went castle movie and i was gonna say castle's daughter's first book is coming mm-hmm. out or something like I that i was the first thinking maybe she'd do something opposite of her father but i think her personality is opposite, but then she like goes the same way in terms of career. Alexis is her name, I believe. Alexis Castle. Um, and then I think uh, Detective or uh, Lieutenant Beckett is pregnant. Ooh, yeah. 
who's who's the dad? Um, you know, leave that up to the viewer. I think someone stormed the castle, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Season nine, uh, we'll find out. Was it her? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be her, right? <laughs> Unless they're married and she is now a castle. Mm. Because that's my number one prediction is Castle and Beckett are married. You know, Lexus got to have a mom. She, oh, I guess she, she has, has a mom. mom. <laughs> well, that was right too. That's how it started. Is that his his manager, whatever you'd call that? Yeah, manager. his agent. The agent, agent sure. sure, is his ex-wife, which mm-hmm. seems. I guess maybe you have a contract, but that's wow, crazy. Uh, number two, I think Beckett is now the captain. I wrote chief but i'm not changing it because i meant captain that's <laughs> not the thing um number three so like the montgomery guy is gone mm-hmm. Beckett is captain number three i think the daughter is a cop oh i think she went the other way <laughs> i think she chased after stepmommy beckett stepmommy kate she's not probably not beckett anymore maybe she is Who knows? maybe cat maybe the maybe castle takes her name in the show Changes its name to from Castle to Beckett. <laughs> Beckett. <laughs> uh, Rick Beckett. Um, and then number four. So, so yeah, I think da- Daughter is a cop on her way to being like a detective. Number four, I think we're getting like one last castle book. I didn't, I didn't make it to movie. I think he's like finishing the, he's finished the chapter. He's closing it up. Yeah, I, I was close to that, and I just went and got a got a double down, go to movie. So the end. <laughs> but yeah, he better. I mean, man, eight seasons, and he's still writing the same book, and that's why he just sticks around. <laughs> well, he's. Probably, I, I'm thinking he's probably. He's, that's a got regular. A cup, had a couple in there. Regular George R. R. Martin on our hands right there. God. If he dies before he finishes. He's already the dead. Series. He's been dead? dead for years. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. I don't, he's he's alive. He's fine. I don't know if he's fine, but he's alive. Uh, <laughs> Probably not fine. All right, so we're gonna watch the finale. It looks like it happened on May sixteenth, twenty sixteen, and it was called Crossfire. You'll be <laughs> caught in the Crossfire. <laughs> uh, all right i did not know a single person who had you're talking about the like toy right yeah 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 me neither i i, I don't know anyone who actually had that toy. i think somebody had it that i knew like like some God, I acquaintance i knew and it was like going to, <laughs> i was like they oh my so god you got crossfire yeah. Well, all right. Well, we're going to watch a show called Crossfire. <laughs> it's the finale of Castle, and we'll be back after that. And we're back. Uh, we're done with the last episode of Castle. It was called You'll Get Caught in the Crossfire. It's just called Crossfire. <laughs> May 16th, 2016. Ooh, 5-16-16. As the rest of the team investigates a body found burned in the trunk of a car, Castle, Beckett, and Vikram. Is that the British lady? No, that was the dude. Oh, that's the dude. Uh, They're given instructions from Locksat via the phone for Caleb to deliver a flash drive to Locksat's accountant. Espo later calls Beckett to say the body in the trunk was identified as Caleb. The drop-off is a trap, resulting in a shootout. Castle and Beckett are saved by Mason Wood, played by Gerald McRaney, of the L.A. Detectives Club. Castle goes home to check on his family while Beckett learns who torched Caleb. Impatient, Castle goes to find Beckett but is captured by Loxat's henchmen, and is given a truth serum which jeopardizes everyone he has told about Loxat. Beckett is picked up by Mason, who is soon exposed as Loxat. <gasps> the precinct <laughs> saves Castle from death, uh, and he must save Beckett from Loxat. Back home safely, Castle is shot by Caleb, so not safely at all. 
who is then killed by Beckett. Wounded, she crawls to Castle. Seven years later, the two enjoy breakfast while their three children play and credits roll. <sighs> yeah, so it was that Caleb guy that like Crazy presumably town. died the very first part of the episode. Hmm. That I did not quite catch how I, that all went down. I caught it was just it's just I'm mad about all of my predictions at this point now because I went, <laughs> of course, we just did it just is just fucking Grisham on TV. Like why yep. did I not just 100%. say there was it's just like I should have just said everything that I've seen in the born identity was probably going to happen. <laughs> and then I probably would have at least got like a point or something like that. <laughs> Matt Damon. Yeah. If you're a fan of Matt Damon or, or John Grisham, I love his work. I don't think I've read a Grisham. Have I read a single Grisham? I don't think I have. I've never read a Grisham. Sure. I don't know. What did he, did he write air force one? Or I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't Black think Hawk so. Down. Yeah, have I have I seen his movies? Movie <laughs> films? Uh, Tom Clancy. He was more like uh, armed force kind of guy, but it seems kind of in the. Oh yeah, maybe I'm thinking of Tom Clancy. Yeah, he's dead. John Grisham is like, <laughs> or not John Grisham? That's the Jurassic Park. Michael Crichton. <laughs> Michael Crichton. I have uh, read a lot. Of I, I've, read, I've, I've, <laughs> read a, I've read a lot of Crichton. <laughs> Sphere's a great book for anyone that's ever read it. Grisham like is like the Pelican Brief, mm. which is a, a movie for sure. Yeah, sounds movie like. Cujo, Stephen King. <laughs> or are we just gonna play the game where you name a book and I tell you who <laughs> wrote it? Yeah, just naming American the authors. The Fugitive. Oh, that's not the same. Oh, the Fugitive. That's not the, fugitive. the same. No. Fugitive. Okay. <laughs> that was 2015. <laughs> the janitor from Scrubs. <laughs> Oof, awesome so what'd you think joe um I, I guess i like that it went um you know it went action mystery to the end there was a lot of gunfire yeah. in this episode mm-hmm. uh there was a they literally was a character that they described as the big bad mm-hmm like they couldn't have been more literal Just right about on it. the nose <laughs> and like castle's entire family all three generations of his family is in danger because of this thing um and there's like a you know government conspiracy involved and like cia agents or whatever yeah there's like some sort of uh sleeper cell or something in the cia mm-hmm. led by lock set yeah and then there was just like a uh yeah. you know a twist like right at the end which didn't pay off, in my opinion. Because they didn't die. Because they didn't <laughs> die. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was kind of like, that seemed like, it was just, it was so short, skipping to the end, listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like at home, and they're like, we did it. Everything's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some dude walked in who apparently was the guy that presumably died at the beginning, who they were going to find out later, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he came also- in, and he shot, he shot Castle, and then um, Beckett was there too. And then he shot her, but then she shot him. Mm-hmm. And then they were like on the ground and they like held hands. And then it faded to black for like a less time than a regular fade to black, even <laughs> I don't think. And then it was immediately saying like seven years later and it was just like them with kids. So many kids. Like at least three, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. You didn't even like, we didn't even have a chance to think they were dead. Yeah. Yeah, not really. So that's why I, that's why I said it didn't like pay off. <laughs> like just kill him. I don't know. What's the matter? Maybe that seven years later was like them as ghosts still haunting their <laughs> home. <laughs> it was. Oh, did you wait? Did you see uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt in the background <laughs> talking to him? She was whispering into oh, Castle's man, ear. Man, that'd be dope. <laughs> there should be more of that in f- finales that they just write off like this. Like, why not just toss a toss another ABC show actor from the past? Oh, that. <laughs> I don't know that that show is ABC, but. I thought you were just going. There should be more shows where they just murder everybody that's yeah, in the, the last the lead character, <laughs> or that too. You know what? What is there? I mean, I was thinking like, like okay, how's this gonna end? It's about a writer, so is it gonna tie up nicely? Like, is there gonna be a nice conclusion, like the end of a book, or is it gonna be totally open ended because he's like a mystery? 
writer and the character must live on because that whole first episode was all about the character and why did you kill off your big character that was, you know, of your books. And this did just this they didn't just even did do neither. what he did. This just <laughs> did nothing of those things. It was, I mean, I guess they lived happily ever after. I mean, the, the, my biggest problem with how it ended, and honestly, I think I even liked most of this episode up until that point. Like, mm-hmm. I actually was like, oh, there's some like, uh, like way more action. Like, that was like a crazy gunfight when they got ambushed. Mm-hmm. It was a crazy yeah. amount of guns and shooting. Yeah, um, none for of like that in the pilot. Didn't expect that at all, which was like exciting. But then it's like at the end, it's like they did that thing. They didn't even give us the time to even really think that they were dead. It was so fast that I was like, wait, are they? What happened? Like I, I was confused. Mm-hmm. And my first thought just goes, oh, this is money. Like people that created the show didn't want to like just end it. In a like a kind of conclusive way, just in case maybe season nine might happen to somewhere down the line or something like that. But it's like, well, if you can shoot them right there and have them lay on the ground and literally just end it when they're holding their hands, you know, if the money gods like come down and give you a season nine or something like that, then you just go like, oh, they survived. That's yeah. it. Done. But if they don't, then you end the show very decisively. <laughs> You know, they beat the bad guy, but then the bad guy also beat them. Done. Mystery novel, man. That's a thriller right there. So I I, I thought for a second, I was like, dang, this is going to end awesome. And then one half of a second later. For some reason, I kept thinking he was going to cut to like that. That was actually part of his book or something. Or yeah. that like. It was yeah. going to be some sort of like, this isn't real type of thing, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, is it? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, um, I mean, other things throughout the episode is those two other detectives were still around from the first episode. Mm-hmm. Beckett was now captain, which will come into play later. Shut up, Jimmy. Yeah. They uh, couldn't <laughs> stop calling her captain. And like, no. There's a and part with like a name tag that said either. captain. <laughs> she yeah. couldn't stop calling herself. <laughs> Uh, you know, they were still, there, there was no mention of like writing or anything like that. Like besides yeah. someone like said like, Oh, you're a writer, you're, you're a novelist or something like that mm-hmm. to him. But there's no talk about him writing books, him doing any form of media or anything. Yeah. No, he's just a cop. He's just a cop now. Apparently, I guess it was he, what was he even? I don't know. I it mean, not they don't easy to tell. They don't owe us to obviously explain that in the last episode. Mm-hmm. People watching the show know what he is going into it, so I, I'm not really expecting a explanation. But mm-hmm. it was mildly ambiguous because he obviously didn't have a gun. He didn't own a gun. People just kept giving him guns. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jimmy? Um, I mean, man. I'm not not into it. Like, um, you know, obviously love Nathan Fillion. Um, I like, like Joe said, I, I like that it stayed kind of felt like it stayed true to itself a little bit. It definitely did seem more like off the rails as far as, um, the action and stuff. It got away from a little bit of the intrigue, I liked the action in this one. I think it, it. I think it made the lock set guy seem a lot more dangerous. Yeah, that which makes, I like that, that part. Sense. I don't think I would assume that that kind of like gun, crazy gunfire and stuff that happened probably wasn't generally something that happened in the yeah. show. It didn't seem like that was normal. I read that the showrunners left for this last season. So there was a new showrunner, so I wonder if there's like all of a sudden a lot more action and stuff. <laughs> You know, Loxette was a master of electromagnets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that part was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Joe, would you care to explain about that part? Really quick? Um, there's a part where, uh, like Loxette, who again was introduced as a friend of Castle's mother. And Jimmy looked it up. That guy had been in like one other episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in the ep- So he was introduced the episode before. Mc, so, okay. so yeah, he's introduced to the audience as like someone who's trying to help, uh, but he ends up being the big bad and like 
but Beckett doesn't know. So Loxat is taking Beckett somewhere to meet someone. Um, but he just like is leading her to like this basement with an incinerator to like kill her and incinerate her body. Um, so, but she knows and she like pulls a gun on him. Um, and she says like, put his gun down. So he like puts it down and she's like, what do you have in your other hand? And he says, uh, insurance. And it's like this, like it's a garage door opener. Yeah. It's just like a little like (laughs) beeper garage door opener that he presses the little button and like her gun gets just like sucked up into like the like ventilator above her. That's just like a magnet. Like that mag. If that, if there's a magnet that strong to suck up just her gun, Mm -hmm. her fillings, her, like his, (laughs) his, pacemaker probably because he's old as hell it'd be very loud like too. <laughs> yeah there's that just is a movie ass magic right there yeah because then it happens again where and then like uh what's his name castle, castle comes in with his gun and then it immediately gets sucked up by the ceiling magnet. she was like hey watch out for that bloop <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean this this episode maybe i missed some of it but i i told you when mm. we were watching it they did a couple things where she was like, I know it's this whatever or like the these people know this thing. And I'm like, oh, no, it was Castle told his interrogator guy that the two detectives knew about Lockset or something like mm-hmm. that. And he wasn't around Beckett when she like broke her and like Vikram. Vikram said it to them mm-hmm. and they were like, what do you you're not supposed to be doing this bad stuff. And like. Yeah, Castle clearly, never knew. Yeah, clearly acknowledged that Castle didn't know, but was told to the audience. Yeah, and then and then Castle mm. told it to the guy as if mm-hmm. he had known. Yeah. And then there was one other thing that somebody said, and I was like, they don't know that. Yeah, it was something <laughs> where like the the bad guy had revealed something to Castle that like that they're taking Beckett down to the basement, like right where he is. Yeah. Um, and so Castle was talking to like one of the cops, and he's like trying to break through the wall or something, and then. One of the cops says to Castle, like, oh, yeah, go get Beckett. And, yeah. But it's like, unless they, like, had a conversation about this. During the commercial break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like it's mm. just something that was revealed to the audience, but not revealed to all the characters necessarily. Easily, easily, like, uh, you know, disregarded, basically, and easily missed or, or thinking about it. If you're just mm-hmm. going, like, ah, crazy stuff is happening. But, um, like, ah, it's supposed Continuity, to be, like, mystery, knowledge mystery novel continuity type mm-hmm. like stuff like that and i'm just like pay a little bit more attention sometimes <laughs> and also i mean you know i i won't i won't say that maybe we didn't there's something we didn't know or something maybe even in the episode that i just didn't miss i missed but mm-hmm. like i yeah. feel like there was one or two things that did, yeah, did you sense. say the thing about how he had truth serum and the guy's asking him who knows about Loxat. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that's he said the yeah, two detectives. Yeah, he didn't know that. He wasn't in that scene. Mm-hmm. Like, was he cut from that scene? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He was at home with his wife, yeah. or not, with his mom yeah, and daughter. Yeah. During the commercial break, um, she she texted him, be like, hey, like these are the two cops. They know. <laughs> yeah, Kate, by the way. <laughs> well, it is possible. It is those things that, you know, that happen is that something like that's in the script or they do it and they film it. And then mm-hmm. when the person edits the show, yeah, they it's don't, like, oh, this is taking too long. It's, move they along. cut that out because they need two minutes. Yeah. Was there like a phone call? Did like Beckett drop that? Like there could have been like one line being like, oh, by the way, like what's his name? Let it slip that now everybody knows about Loxat. I just wasn't paying attention. You know, it's things like that, things like that that are kind of frustrating. But then you think like, oh, how did how did that old man in the taco truck like know where to be? And it was like, <laughs> you know, and then you kind of stew on that for a little At bit. At least it was like, oh, wait, because he's the bad guy. And then, you, and then <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes later, you go, God, because he's the bad guy. That's why he knew. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's good stuff. They didn't do those. He said it was his mom. But like, why would his mom or mom know exactly where and he it, was? It was his stepmom or something like that, too. Oh yeah, that whole thing's still in the picture. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. It was interesting. Um, Loved it. I'll fire it up right after <laughs> I'm done with ten seasons of Seinfeld or however long that show is. It's nine seasons long. It's perfect. All right. Not at all problematic. <laughs> yeah. Less problematic than Friends so far. <laughs> Friends is pretty problematic. Seinfeld's mostly actually okay for the most part it's i mean there's 
it's got some 90s it's got some 90s gunk on it for sure but, yeah, but they recognize that they're bad the whole time they're like we're bad people so at least you can be like yeah you still are you probably <laughs> are even more so now mm-hmm. by today's standards yeah it's not their fault they didn't have cell phones hmm. yeah they totally did later on 90s Jerry Seinfeld had it because he could he afford one he could afford one <laughs> <laughs> should we see how we did with predictions let's do it I'm sure I did good number one castle movie based on one of his books mm. no nope, I guess so. yeah no, probably not there's opportunity there though uh, number two wedding no. Nope. I thought that was going to be a free point. I <laughs> thought I thought I was cheating you guys out of a point there. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Um, number three, they interrogate someone who doesn't stop working. No, that didn't happen either. I didn't see that. There was no. There was no one who wasn't a good guy or a bad guy. It yeah, was either. Yeah. There was no middle ground. Yeah. The family, I guess. If if we want to consider that, Castle was working. While he was getting truth serumed <laughs> and tortured by the guy. <laughs> uh, no. So no points there. And then my last one is also no points. I said there would be a Stephen King cameo. Hmm. I really thought they were going to lean harder into this book stuff near the end still anyway. But uh, they just don't care anymore. He's just a, just a, sup- he's just a Superman mm-hmm. guy now. No, no book references at all. So zero. Yep. Didn't meet with writer friends. Um, I had that uh, Castle kill someone, which I don't think he did. I think Beckett did all the killing. <laughs> she killed Caleb at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she killed Caleb. and He was shooting a lot. Well, he didn't kill. He might have got somebody. I don't think he ever shot any. Well, he shot. Yeah, they were in the in the shootout. He in, had a the shootout. Had first, just, they were shooting I think there. the he sniper lady a killed everybody. Yeah, that anybody I got killed. He wasn't never depicted killing anyone. Yeah, so it's inconclusive to know. Mm-hmm. Um, same with my next one. That Castle's daughter is a writer. Uh, don't yeah, really know. We she have does. no idea. Um, one of Castle's books is a movie that wasn't in there, and then uh, the detective slash captain is pregnant and she was not at some point she was because she had babies that's true they did have babies in the flash forward but i mean isn't that a point um i don't know if it's a point because i said just the prediction was she is pregnant it's not that i guess she was she was never pregnant right Mm -hmm. (laughs) she was never pregnant she just wasn't pregnant and then she just had kids yeah exactly yeah they might have they might have adopted Mm mm-hmm well, that's a good point. Could have just know. been nieces and nephews. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Could have been ghouls because they were all dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, awesome. My number one was that Castle and Beckett were married, and it certainly seemed that way. For sure, at the end. I feel like they were married. I feel like I don't even need to really know. I'm going to give it to I think they <laughs> yeah, were, sure. but he was still calling her Beckett. Yeah. Not even like Kate. Oh, I thought that was amazing. You know what? I thought that was weird, but I'm just like, this is just how weird. This is just what weird writing looks like. You know? (laughs) Then um, I said Beckett is captain. She literally said, I am captain. Yeah, so many times. (laughs) I am the captain. I thought the daughter was going to be on her way to like being a detective herself. And that was her path. But we have no idea what her path is. She was just a pale girl with like a bob, which to me doesn't scream she's on the cop path but she was on her way to becoming kevin bacon as hollow man she was fucking (laughs) see-through she's pretty transparent um and then i thought there was going to be some sort of last castle book and no writing whatsoever not an important part of the show anymore apparently but two points two points damn i'll take it good job i was gonna say like Oh, Castle dies, but that seemed like like obvious, and then it wasn't at all apparently. <laughs> nope. Sorry, Jimmy. Who's to say? Not us. That's for sure. Oh, 
All right, well, listeners, that's going to do it for uh, Castle today and the podcast as well. Thank you for listening. If you would like to give us show suggestions, you sure can at FNL Podcast on the Gmail or on the Twitter. We would appreciate it. Uh, it's always fun to do uh, do some shows that you want us to do. So hit us up. Uh, and, you know, besides that, have a good rest of your week. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.